0: Yeah, hanging in the morning.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to the Disciplined the Gen discipline the Gen show. I am your host, Maddie Betts. I'm here with the biggest the Gen I know. Gino from betopenly.com, and it is NFL Week 5. The season is moving quickly. If you are watching right now live with us, we appreciate you tuning in. We are live every single week. We are going back to 6 p.m. Eastern now, so uh, from this episode moving forward instead of 6.30 Eastern. If you're watching after our live and on YouTube later in the week, please make sure you like and subscribe. That way you will get notified when the episodes are up. And a quick reminder on the YouTube video, chapters are at the bottom of the video. I know, again, you did GenZoom no attention span, so you can scroll to the game that you want to watch, and you can scroll to our recap and picks at the end of the video as well. And last but definitely not least, if you're still not on betopenly.com, go to the link in the description, make an account today. It is completely free to make an account, and you are going to save a lot of money over the long run doing so. Let's go ahead and dive into a quick recap of NFL Week 4. It was a wild one. Bills routed the Dolphins 48-20, now tied for first in the AFC East. Detroit took control of the NFC North with a 14-point win over the Green Bay Packers on Thursday Night Football. The Ravens routed Cleveland on the road and took control of the AFC North. Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes barely squeak out a win against the Jets. A lot of controversy On that last play of the game, we'll talk about (laughs) that here shortly. Christian McCaffrey, Geno's boy, on pace for – ready for this? 1,850 rushing yards, 550 receiving yards, and 28 total touchdowns. That's what he's on pace for right now. We're going to discuss if he's a serious MVP candidate or not. And last but not least, and you can't make this up, my Eagles and your 49ers, the two only undefeated teams – left in the NFL at 4-0. It's crazy to even think that. How does this always happen, world? like With, with us starting this show oh, last no. year, we end up meeting in the in the, in the championship, in the NFC Championship. Oh, then man. this year, now, we're both the only two 4-0 teams. I'm rocking the red today. I'm supporting the 49ers. My three-unit play last week cashed 49ers minus 7.5 in the It was first a great half. play. It should have been a 30-unit mega whale, but we responsibly, as disciplined the gens, Hook it for three units. I love that play. Cowboys in the first half was a a good play too. So hell of a week. I started off super hot. Then I lost Sunday night and Monday night football. It's the worst feeling when you have a good run, but then it just dies off. Like the same thing like my USC cards, right? I'm winning throughout the whole card. And then the last two fights I lose, you still feel like you didn't win. And that's how I felt with NFL week five. I went up on the week, had a huge run. And then I lose Sunday night and Monday night.
0: For you (laughs) DeGens out there, it's oddly a better feeling when you go down huge and then you save it with Sunday and Monday, even though you're at even. You go all in just to break even, but that's just degeneracy. 100%. Um, Dude, I'm going to compliment your boys real quick. Go ahead. You're winning scrappy games. Yeah. I hate to see that because we're playing like a well-oiled machine. I'm not here to just tout the Niners the whole time. We're playing as good a ball as we're going to play. You don't want to do that too early. And you don't want I to agree. Make, I said, it. you guys are scrapping by and you're going to get yeah. better and better. I was, I was warning people that I needed the Eagles to fall early with a new defensive coordinator, new offensive coordinator. I, I hate it.
1: Yeah. I said it last week. I was like, I don't want the Eagles to be playing perfect football early in the season. Oh, That's what we did last I'm year. Worried. We started off a no, and then we lost it in to the commanders. And then, you know, we, we, it still ended up well for us. We made it to the super bowl, but I'd rather us be playing our best football at the end of the season. So, up first, I got some topics to ask you here. Just yes or no questions, or one or the other here. Who makes it further in the postseason, the Bills or Dolphins?
0: I got to say Bills, just based on our future bets. I like it. You got to say Dolphins.
1: I'm I'm going to go Dolphins. I I know what we saw this past week is concerning, but it's early in the season. Like I said, rather than the teams I have play well late in the season. Next up, are the Detroit Lions a real deal?
0: Yeah, I pulled Probably. up this piece of data yeah. that I was sharing a lot on Twitter yesterday. So, top 10 DVOA, offense and defense. means you need to have top 10 in both. Only four teams can claim that. Niners are number two in offense, number seven in defense. Bills, number three in offense, two in defense. Lions, number five in offense, five in defense. Yeah. Eagles, number nine in offense, 10 in defense. So are four good teams. Three of the four are NFC and... I have all four of them in my top you know, six in power rankings. I like it.
1: How do you feel about the Ravens? Are they a playoff contender based on what you've seen? Man.
0: Oh, God. I don't really know what happened in Cleveland, to be honest. I, I take more away from that game. As, Honestly,
1: Deshaun Watson not playing changed the whole game, the early interception. Which uh, is crazy because
0: i actually been hating on him that he, that he wasn't doing much, but he clearly yeah. was doing something, right? Yeah.
1: It's just the drop-off is so big from him to the backup. So – What about the Giants? Are the the New York Giants is their season over? They're now one and two, and they have a really bad stretch coming up. I'm gonna read it to you. What are your thoughts?
0: They're playing the the Dolphins this week.
1: Yeah, they're playing, and that's at Miami. That's an 11 point spread. We'll get into that game here. But even after Miami, they go to Buffalo. They play the Commanders and Jets at home. They got Commanders on the road, Cowboys on the road. Yeah, I mean, you can argue if they lose this game this week, you're gonna make the argument that they're already done this season. They're gonna pack it in. We'll talk a little bit later on the show. If It's maybe a by-low spot, though, as a double-digit yeah, yeah. dog on the road at Miami. And then last but not least, are the 49ers the
0: best team in football as of today? Without a doubt, as of today. No one can argue that. Technically, on paper, the only team that you could argue uh, is the Bills.
1: Uh, yeah, and they have a loss. But I, but I they see, have a loss.
0: I, uh, I totally agree. I, th-
1: I do think they're the top two teams in football as of today, even with the Eagles 4-0. I would put my Eagles third after Buffalo right now, just based off what I've seen. Um, but 100%, it's definitely a long, se- a long season. So la- long. last question I have for you. It's, your, it's We're, we're going to stay on the 49ers here. Christian McCaffrey, plus 2,500 right now. All of you watching right now, that's on FanDuel. 25 to 1 to win MVP. I think it was over 100 to 1 preseason. I don't think an MVP well has uh, – I think it might have been 200 to 1. Uh, I don't think a running back has won since maybe Adrian Peterson, someone in the chat maybe can yep. correct me, but it's been a long time. Now, right now, C-Mac 25 to 1. Josh Allen is the favorite, so he's really come on. If you locked him in after week one, you probably made out really well on that nice. um, after they lost to the Jets in week one. I think it was week one, right? Yeah. Um, then you have Tua at 5 to 1. Patrick Mahomes, 5 to 1. Jalen Hurts at 8 to 1. I'm honestly surprised Jalen is 8 to 1. I thought he'd be double digits there. It's like the market just leaves him low for some reason. He hasn't even played that well. But what do you like here? Would you take a stab at C-Mac, or is he just going to run away with Offensive
0: Player of the Year and they're not going to give him the MVP? I got a I got a quick story. My homie Johnny out in Vegas, you owe me 130 racks. I hate you. <laughs> I texted him like two weeks before the show. Mandy and I were talking about this. And I was like, hey, the MVP award's kind of a quarterback award that hurts me to yeah. say it. I do think if anyone's going to break it, I said if CMC averages a touchdown and a half a game, which he's on pace for right now. Um, and I said he would need a thousand yards. I said 1,500 rushing and a thousand receiving or something like that. 65 to one for offensive player of the year. And that's probably down to like five to one now, which sucks. Because Johnny, I texted him, I told him he said he'd put the bet in. Then he told me like three days before, oh, I, I'm out of town. I can't do it. I didn't care. I was like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, I just wouldn't bet it now, right? Like, don't, it's like you don't bet someone after their best week, the value's gone. Yeah. Like, if you look at what you just showed me, like, you would probably want to pick up Tua right now going into Buffalo yeah. and losing versus like two weeks ago, he was favored. I just, you, you want to buy low. He's so still I,
1: five to one, though. Is that crazy? the, yeah, thing, the only great. thing I'll say here, the pushback, still twenty five to one. No, it's it, nasty. it's the only reason it's it's the, it's that high is just because of his position. But yeah, I think yeah. he's clearly been the best player in the league to, this year so far. No
0: question. And honestly, I I don't hate it. It's twenty five to one still. Like put yeah. put something you're you know not afraid to lose on a hundred bucks to win twenty five hundred. Yep. Um, I just love that it hurts me so bad that I couldn't be talking right now and showing you a ticket for two grand to win one hundred and thirty and my idiot friend Johnny. I feel that.
1: So we got a question for you, Gino. Why are you so hard on my Ravens?
0: Uh, yeah, you're just inconsistent defense. Your defense look great, and then they don't, and then they do, and then they don't. So, uh, nothing but respect, Zach. I'm still mad that your your boys beat me in the Super Bowl in the Harbor Bowl. That's mm, why.
1: There's the real. It's there's the, the truth. Real truth. The truth came out. <laughs> I have a big big time pick in that Ravens Steelers game. We'll get into that here in a little bit, but let's get and dive into Thursday night football where Chicago travels to Washington. The Bears are a six-and-a-half-point dog on the road here. You can get them at plus 267 on BetOpenly.com with the over-under sitting at 44-and-a-half. It's only Tuesday, but 50-50 on tickets right now. The public is pretty divided. Eddie Jackson is questionable for the Bears. Curtis Samuel is questionable for the commanders. Some quick trends. Justin Fields has thrown a pick in five straight games against bottom-10 scoring defenses, so... I thought that was pretty interesting. Bears have lost their last 13 games coming off of a loss. The under is hit in 19 of the commanders last 27 games coming off a of loss. Now, what are your thoughts on this game? Because Justin Fields, even though he threw that pick six late in the game oh. and kind of blew it, he did throw for 335 yards and four touchdowns. That is a huge game for as bad as he's been. What
0: do you like in this game? So someone told me this, and I don't check a lot of this stuff, but it's usually pretty close. Someone hmm. told me that Fields does not have a win when the opponent scores twenty-one. I, I believe that. As in all his wins are defensive wins for his team. Yeah. Which is which is crazy. The good news is this: commies team lets people put up points. Yeah. Like, no one's business. Look what Denver did to him. Philly came back. So, my my feeling on this game is is I'm all over Chicago here and if I'm betting this I'm betting it money line uh, I know mm-hmm. it sounds crazy but Chicago now has had I think two chances to win games and blown them both they're competing fields confidence is high Washington's defense is not impressive um yeah so I my my feeling is an ugly ugly under here because both these teams went on un- over last week so that sounds stupid and that is how Chicago wins this game that's how Fields wins games. So yeah, those are my two plays, guys. I'm keeping it really straightforward.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on the side here, but I can't trust, them. <laughs> I can't trust this team to win outright. So I am going to take the six and a half points. I think the commanders are super overrated. Even though they're not rated that highly, I just think they're overrated. They gave up, what, 30, 33 points to the Broncos. They barely snuck by the Cardinals at home in week one. They, they got blown out by 34 points to the Bills. And the only reason people will be the public's even divided on this game in the first place is because they lost to a by, by a field goal to the Eagles this week. But you have to throw away those division outlier games. Where, if I'm being honest, as an Eagles fan, the Commanders always have our number at, at least one of the two games of every year. So I throw that game out, and I look at their other three games: blown out by Buffalo, barely beat Denver, gave up 33 points, nope. barely beat Arizona, and now I'm looking at this game as like, hey, Justin Fields has confidence he's going to come into Washington and make a few plays and six and a half points is a lot of points in a game with two shitty teams is the way I look at this so again I'm going to pass on the money line in this one even though I do love my dog money lines and I'm going to just trust that the Bears cover the spread here Commanders I looked at this earlier today in the Commanders last six home games this year and last year one four and one against the spread they're not good covering at home I like the six and a half points. I'm going to close my eyes, take the points here. I do lean the under with you as well.
0: I love this under. It's the only way to bet this game because it makes no sense. And what I'll say is I like Bears' first half money line. I I worded that a little uh, incorrectly, guys, so just be careful. My official money is going to be on the Bears' first half money line. I can see that. For some reason, they come out and compete, and for some reason, they keep folding. Speaking of which, just so we can move on from last week, but, yeah, why did the Commies not go for two when they tied it? What,
1: I th- is it just me or is like coaching decision-making this year? Is that an all-time piss-poor? Like- it,
0: there are certain things that I know I'm not as good as a coach on, and I know we like talking trash on Twitter. Yeah, But there are a couple aspects like that. Raiders field goal and like the commies going for three. You know that if the better on Moneyline doesn't want you doing it, yeah. it's the right play. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. There is no reason that Riverboat Ron shouldn't have been going for two there. You have it's, all the momentum. Like, you're on the road. The way, here's
1: here's the way I look at things. If I bet on a team, and you, the coach does the opposite, coach does exactly what I want them to do, exactly. then it's a bad decision. That's what I'm saying. La- the week before, what game was it? Uh, the Raiders. Kicked, the Raiders kicked a field goal. I'm sitting there with the opposite team's money line. Yeah. Right. And I'm like s- ecstatic that the, the coach the coach would kick a field goal down eight with a couple minutes You're pumped. left. Same scenario here. I'm an Eagles fan. I have my team on the money line. I took the commanders on the spread. Yeah. So I was, about, I was about to win both, and I did win both. But I'm sitting there, and I'm shaking. I'm like, the commanders of all the momentum they just scored, please do not go for two. Kick the PAT. Don't go for two. And they fucking kick the PAT. Like, why insane. not go for two? It, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Again, you you know, coaches they have it they have it tough, right? You you make the right decision, sometimes it doesn't work out well, but like again, sometimes you have to look at data and analytics. Sometimes you have to look at momentum.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and the way I, I
1: look at things, and I think they should have. You know, I th- I really do think they should have went for two there. The, I'm glad they did it. That's no, for sure. of course.
0: And the last thing I'll say about this, because the NFL, just so you guys all know, they watch our show. The NFL is a huge fan of Maddie and I. <laughs> the NFL get rid of the coin toss. If the home team can't beat someone in regulation. You give the away team the ball. That's it. The away team starts overtime with the ball. The home team has 60 minutes to beat them. You give the away team the ball. That's how it starts. Interesting. Interesting.
1: All right. Let's move on to Sunday morning. Another London game for the Jags. They've now been chilling in London (laughs) for the second week. I think Trevor Lawrence is probably touring half the city. Um, But this is an interesting game, right? When I first looked at this number, I was like, and yeah. Then I forgot it was in London, right? Because if this if this exactly. game's in Buffalo, obviously it's over the touchdown here, but it's at five and a half. Just a weird number to me. Five and a half point spread. The, the Jags are plus 222 on the money line on bet openly. The total is 48 and a half. I think that might have gone up a point. Um, 14% of the tickets on the Jags here. 86% of the tickets on Buffalo. Zay Jones is questionable for the Jags. Jordan Poyer and Tredavious White are hurt. Hoyer is questionable and might play. Tredavious White is definitely out in this game. Those are two really big injuries defensively when you're facing Trevor Lawrence here in London. Trevor Lawrence has failed to exceed 250 passing yards or one-and-a-half touchdown passes passes in nine of his last 12 games against top 10 defenses. So that's something to look at here. The Bills are first in the NFL in forcing turnovers, sacks, and QB hits. Right? So that's another thing to look at against a guy like Trevor Lawrence, who is super talented, but he can turn the ball over. Does this five and a half point spread feel small to you, though? What do you think?
0: Sketch, sketch, sketch. So, uh, a couple weeks ago, guys, I sold Green Bay's defense when they were really high to Detroit Or last week. Uh, I'm doing the same for Buffalo's defense here. I'm selling that defense a little. They're ranked, again, 2V, DVOA number two. They're good, but they're just not that good in my book. Um, yeah, I'm Jacksonville all the way here at mm-hmm. plus five and a half. They've been hanging out there for a week. I would actually call this a Jags home game just by that standard that they've been there. The tricky thing
1: is, is I saw that there's supposedly more Buffalo fans at this game than Jacksonville. I
0: bet that. But then
1: Jacksonville also has the home field advantage in the sense that they've been there. Correct. They just played there last week. So this is a tough game. I agree with you. I think you have to take the points here, but you could look really stupid doing it. Like, You want to be surprised if Buffalo – just, tr- just blows this team out. Um, but yeah, the five and a half points seems sketchy to me, and I, I would just take it. I, I don't know that I'll have an official play on this game. Maybe I'll just sleep in Sunday morning and forget this game ever happened. <laughs> but five and a half, it feels like one of those lines you just have to take it here. And maybe this is a field goal game.
0: I just see a close game here, and I see, you know, Jacksonville camping in England and Buffalo's coming off a massive win.
1: Yeah. So 100%. that's where I'm,
0: I'm selling Buffalo a little high here. And their defense, especially. And honestly,
1: the, the one thing I'll say about uh, Jacksonville is they've actually been solid this season. The bizarre Texans game, outlier division game, they got beat down, right? They only lost to Kansas City by eight. They beat the Falcons by 16. And they beat the Colts in Indianapolis by 10. You know, so and that that game last week against Atlanta in London was very impressive. So yeah. again, I think that's just more compelling reasons why you would look at the point spread there.
0: The Jens are going to wake up. They're going to hammer the favorite and they're going to be chasing all day.
1: (laughs) All right, moving on. A double-digit point spread here. The Giants travel to Miami. I think this number is all the way up past 11 now. Look at that juicy money line on bet openly, 5'10". I usually have a rule on bet openly that when you get an NFL team at 5-1, to you just take it, but this is definitely a scary one to do that with. The total is 49.5 in this game. 5% of the tickets, no surprise, 5% of the tickets here so far on a Tuesday are on the New York Giants with 95% of the public absolutely hammering this Miami Dolphins team. Now what's interesting here is Saquon Barkley might be back, right? And this is an extreme buy low spot on the New York Giants. And don't get me wrong, it is ugly and you probably don't want to do it and I don't blame you if you don't take it, but it's something to look at. Now, the Giants are 10 and 25 on the road coming off a loss in the last 35 games. However, 28 and 15 against the spread on the road coming off of a loss. And there was not a worse loss you're going to see than last game. It was pretty hideous in, on prime time. And the under is hit in 17 of the Giants
0: last 26 games. What are you leaning on in this hideous matchup? The world expects Miami bounce back, and the world cannot think any lower of the New York Giants. Just remember, these are pro athletes out there. Uh, this is a no bet for me. I don't even want to watch this game. I sure as hell don't want to lose money watching it. If you make me bet this game, I'm taking the Giants plus 11 and a half. I'm taking that now. I think that'll go down a little bit, and I'm checking the score at half and the end of the game. I'm not hitting refresh on my apps. I'm just checking it once at half and at the end of the game. And some slimy backdoor cover for the Giants to lose by 10.
1: Yeah. So here's what I'll say about this game. I actually think the best bet is the under. You typically see historically the under is profitable in these double-digit point spread games, and that's usually where the most value lies. It's and, and honestly, the Giants have fought on defense. Even if you look at the primetime beatdown this past week, they fought on defense the whole game. It, it was really the pick six. Of, of that, that they got on so Daniel Jones. And yeah. I mean, they were I mean, let me go to this Giants team, but they I mean, really have not been bad defensively that here. Everything. Um, let's that see here. Now nah, obviously the Cowboys they got routed 40 to nothing. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and but they've played really good offenses, right? They played 49ers, the Cardinals, not the greatest offense, but
0: I know maybe I'm high.
1: a little recent a little recency bias there where I just thought they looked good defensively against Seattle. They held them to seventeen points offensively. The the 24th point was due to the pick six. Um, they got Bills, or
0: excuse me, Miami this week and Bills next week. Yeah, now this is their season right here. If, if you don't think oh, it was their season already this man. past week,
1: it definitely is their season here. This is a game where I would probably take the under. The one thing that does scare me is Miami's not really a team that gets up early and just coasts. So that is one thing that would scare me. I would lean the under, but I don't know that I'll have an official pick on this game. Let's move on from this one. Let's do it. All right, another tricky one. New Orleans traveling to New England. The Saints are, as of right now, an underdog, plus one and a half. We'll see if that, that number flips it off, if that stays where it's at. Uh, the money line, plus 111 on bet openly. The over under, 40 and a half. 62% of the tickets on the Saints here, 38% on the Pats. The Patriots, 44 and 23, straight up coming off a loss. Don't know how much stock you put into that without Tom Brady. The Saints are 16-8 and against the spread on the road coming off a loss. And the under is hit in 31 of the Patriots' last 45 games coming off a loss. Now, this is Alvin Kamara's second game back. He did have 84 total yards from scrimmage against the Bucs last game. The Saints looked really bad against the Bucs. They lost 26-9. to Patriots looked even worse, lost 38-3 to in a blowout loss to the Cowboys. Shout out to the Dallas Cowgirls for covering in the first half. For me, they looked really good in that game.
0: What do you like here? I got the Saints as my dog of the week. You love the Saints. You always I like do. the Saints, uh, but I wasn't on them last week. I was on Tampa <laughs> Bay last week. uh I got Saints, Saints, Saints here, and I'll, I'll tell you why. N- the New England pages are the lowest offense in countless metrics. I don't know. They they face some tough teams to start, so let's throw them a bone there. Yeah. Um, but they have a brutal opening five weeks for this offense. And I don't see anything clicking for them. Um, this Saints defense will not be any nicer to them as these past teams. And to me, the Saints offensively have looked better than the Patriots at times. So this spread screams New England Patriots, or excuse me, Saints uh, money line. I'll take the 111, keep the one and a half, don't care. Um, and I, I love this under. It just seems too obvious to me. This under should be like 36 or 37. When I'm counting something wrong, I stay away. I'm like, these books know something better than me. Um, And I wouldn't want to really bet this under after how bad offensively both the Saints and Patriots did. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, it's too obvious, and it's a stay away from me.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, if you look at the two rosters side by side, the Saints have pretty much more talent everywhere. Like, they have like... Three quarterbacks that you could arguably say are better than Mac Jones. Like if you count Taysom Hill as a quarterback, the they have no weapons. They, they have a lot of weapons. I, I think the Saints are honestly better everywhere. And I will say the Patriots are one and three. And I think they're 0-2 oh at home, right? They're 0-2 oh at home this year. This is their third home game. It's like, are they finally gonna pull one out of the hat here and, and get a win at home? I could see that happening, but I think I'm my my head tells me to lean New Orleans here, just take the plus money. In this spot again i don't know that that number will stay one and a half do you think it'll move
0: I, I i gotta see more money coming in on the saints like again i'm just trying to weigh people's mental state they're gonna say okay dallas is a top three team that's why patriots lost them but the saints got smoked at home by a worse tampa bay worse tampa bay than, than dallas yeah so I, I think you're getting the saints here a little cheap in my opinion i think the saints should be favored in this game so um, I do believe this kicks off at, at Pickham.
1: <clears throat> All right, I like it. Let's move on. It looks like we're both leaning towards the Saints there. Texans Falcons. This is an interesting one. Ooh. Texans plus one and a half right now as the underdog on the road, plus 115 on the money line. The total is 41 and a half. Uh, the Falcons, 7 12 and 1 against the spread at home, coming off a loss. The under is hit in the Falcons last five five straight games, coming off a loss as well. Now, the Falcons are 2-2, two and two, but they've won both home games, and they've lost their other two games. I think one was one on the road, one neutral site in London. They're returning from that London, London beatdown, right? 23-7 nope. loss to the Jags. What do you think about this game? Is this maybe a bounce-back spot for them at home where they've been pretty good so far this season? They have been good at
0: home. This is a buy low here on Atlanta. It's a sell high on Houston. Houston had a great game last week let's not deny that um mm-hmm. yeah from there's there are some great systems pointing at Atlanta to bounce back strong here um I would say they're they have a pretty good home field advantage and they play they play well in the Mercedes Dome so yeah I I, I gotta buy Atlanta low here and, and sell Houston high if, if you told me week one that I'd be able to get Atlanta minus one and a half versus Houston I, I would be all over it
1: yeah, that is a good, that's a really good point because Houston's. I mean, even at two and two, they've kind of been one of the surprises. Of yeah, NFL. they're battling. You know, they're outside battling. of that bad loss at Baltimore Week One, you know, they fought against the Colts. They routed the Jags by twenty, and then they routed the Steelers by twenty-four. So they've really been the surprise of the season so far. Um, this is a tough game to me. I, I like the under more than anything. I lean Texans, but like again, I don't really want to buy into them right now at this at this spot.
0: They got um, but
1: I do, yeah, I do lean the under both these teams uh, defensively against the scoring. 10th and 11th in the league, so pretty solid. Uh, the Falcons are 25th in the league in scoring and 32nd in passing. Right, so they can't really air the ball out here. They can't. I just think this this game points to the under. I like it at 41 and a half too. It's not 40 and a half, 39 and a half. Uh, even a 24-17 game you get that done with the under there. So I do lean the under here I might make that an official play. We'll, we'll see throughout the week, but uh, I don't really love a side here Fair
2: enough.
1: Up next oh, I love this game. I know I'm sick to like this game You're sick have, for liking this I have game. A, I have a nice play here Let me find it. All right Carolina Panthers travel to Detroit eight and a half point spread over under 45, 11% of the tickets are on this Panthers team, 89% so of the, the tickets on the Lions. Now, the Lions 3-13 and 13 straight up at home coming off a win in the last 16 games, 11-3 and 3 against the spread coming off a win. But you got to realize most of those games is in an underdog scenario when the Lions have been bad, right? Lions are 20th in the NFL in turnovers, and this is a massive, massive spread, right? So, what do you think in this spot here is this is this gotten to the point where the lines are getting way too much respect eight and a half points at home as a spread
0: i will say they're one of only four teams top 10 in both offense and defense yeah their defense looks really good they just beat a really good green bay team and they've when was that when did they beat green bay
1: that was this past week
0: the thursday is it Thursday? Yeah, I think yeah, it was Thursday. Thursday night football. So they they got They're a resting. lot of rest. Yeah, that's true. Um, and honestly, these Panthers have cost me money twice now. I had them in Seattle, where they folded, and I had them first half and second half where they looked great again up at half against Minnesota, and they fold. So I'm just, I, I like to buy low on these Panthers, but they keep burning me. They keep mm-hmm. laying down in games that they should be covering and winning so um this is actually my survivor pick is uh the lions i want to get them off i'm going to go against the panthers this weekend next for my survivor they're just a team that keeps finding ways to lose games i always tell people even though i can't talk this week mm-hmm. or this year because i'm down to one survivor team uh they keep finding way to lose games some of the best way to win survivor is not to pick winners but just go against losers and something about this Panthers team they just keep finding ways to lose games
1: yeah I like I actually love this spread for the Panthers here I think the Lions are getting too much respect um look the Panthers are really not that bad of a team they're not it's when Bryce Young just puts them in bad situations I mean even if you look at them defensively let's see here Panthers third in the NFL at stopping the third down conversions you know so and the Lions 17th offensively at getting third down conversions so I do think the Panthers can get off the field enough in this game to cover the spread. I'm telling you, it literally comes down to Bryce Young yep. to not lose this game for them. Like if he throws the interceptions and puts them in bad situations on defense, like then I I'll probably lose this bet. But I do think the Panthers. I'm, I'm hoping to get it at a plus nine here. I do think that'll make my card this week for a unit. I just think that this is a solid underdog spot here with Carolina. And you also have to think that Bryce Young is going to slowly get better after each game of experience. Um, so I do like this number here, and especially with the, the total only being forty-five. I mean, nine points is a lot of points in an in, in, in average scoring a game here.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I actually think this under might be a bigger play for me. Um, yeah. If Bryce controls the football, the Lions' defense is solid. The Panthers' defense isn't as bad as people think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I this under's kind of jumping out at me. I don't have an official size of the play yet. I'll have to look into it, but. This under is starting to look like a bigger play for me.
1: I like it. We're, I think we're both on the seat. Well, what'd you like on the spread?
0: Uh, I, I, said I had the lions, in lions survivor, but Panthers burned me too many times.
1: Yeah. Makes sense. All right, Titans travel to Indianapolis here, the game, one and a half point spread for the Titans are the underdog over under 42 and a half, 59% of the tickets on Tennessee, 41% on the Colts. Traylon Burks is questionable. Jonathan Taylor for the Colts resumed practice this week, and I think he's gonna play. Ryan Kelly, their center, questionable with a concussion. Trends, the Colts are four and ten and four ten and one off of a loss. Under is hit in thirty-one of the Colts last forty seven games. However, the Titans have covered in five straight games against Indianapolis. They've kind of had their number here. What do you like?
0: Oh, you got to buy Indy low here and sell the Titans high. Indy even came back against a good Rams team. They did lose, obviously, but they came back. Yeah, This Tennessee team has cost me more money in the last two years than any other team. I don't know when to bet them, and I always bet them wrong. There is no reason to me that Tennessee shouldn't be favored in this game. Their defense is really good against the run and should be able to contain the Colts' mobile quarterback. I love I mean if the Titans want to win this division Jacksonville just woke up they can't lay down games like this and still the Titans are going to find a way to disappoint me.
1: Yeah. Look, I agree with you but like I was really shocked the Colts did it lay lay down when they were they were down 20 nothing last game at halftime. They end up losing 29-23 against the Rams. Who the Rams surprisingly have been pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. Like that's not a loss to hang your head about, especially the fact that they came down, came back from twenty nothing. Um, the Colts are 0-2 at home and they've historically been a good home team. I think they get their first win at home here. I do think the Titans will finish with a better record by the year end here, but I think the Colts, this is like an actually a solid spot for them. It's almost like the book knows something here. Why are they <laughs> minus one and a half? At home the titans plus money looks pretty attractive but Is taylor
0: back too, john jonathan? jonathan
1: Taylor resume practice yeah. i don't even think he's on the uh the injury report right now so i think he's playing, playing okay um but yeah I, I like the colts here in this spot i think that uh i think they're gonna get it done i think it's gonna be a tight maybe a, a field goal win here oh man i love this game ravens at pittsburgh ravens minus four I think it's up to minus four now. Money line, minus 173 on bet openly. Oh. The total 38 and a half. 27% of the tickets are on the Ravens. That's surprising. 73% of the tickets on Pittsburgh. For the Ravens, Rashad Bateman, questionable. OBJ, questionable. Marcus Williams. The Ravens are banged up. If you look at their injury report, there's a ton more injuries than that. Steelers injuries, it's pretty much Kenny Pickett who is questionable. Now, some trends in this game. The under is hit. 18 of the Ravens' last 24 coming off of a win. The Steelers are 25-11 and straight up at home coming off of a loss. That's a big, big number. The Ravens, 7-13 and against the spread coming off of a win. So when they win games, typically they don't perform that well against the spread the game after. What do you like here in this division matchup?
0: This is arguably the perfect buy-low spot for Pitt. I don't know how they bounced back after the Niners whomping to beat Cleveland, but they did. They found a way Mm -hmm. in a high scoring game that shouldn't have been a lot of big plays and big turnovers. Uh, I almost see a replay. I almost see a replay of that game uh, where Pitt just scrappily finds a way with defense to beat Baltimore. Um, Oh, man. This is the perfect, like Ravens are, you know, Back on top, dominant win. Remember we were talking about last week, the Ravens were favored to win the division, but they were underdogs in that game. That was a perfect chance to get the Ravens cheap. And I feel like this is the same, but now for Pitt. This is a very tough, competitive AFC North.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, the Steelers defense has not been the Steelers defense this year. Just statistically, if you look at it, 23rd in scoring, 26th against the pass, 29th against the run. But here's the thing. You throw all that shit out when you're going Ravens Steelers. When it's a Raven Steelers division game, nothing that's happened in the season matters or makes any sense. That's always how it is in these types of games. If the Ravens are the, one of the best teams in the NFL, they can go into Pittsburgh and get their ass kicked and then vice versa. If yeah. the Steelers are really good and the Ravens have looked bad, the Ravens can come in and win this game. So like that's how it's been in this type of division game. I like the Steelers in this spot. I'm, I'm ready to. I'm considering making them my money line dog of the week. Honestly, I think they find a way to pull out a win here. Pickett is questionable, but Trubisky is very serviceable. I actually think they might even be better off with him back there if he comes in at all in this game. If Trubisky, you know, I think Trubisky's going to play, or I think, uh, I think that Kenny Pickett's going to play. But if he gets banged up and comes out, I'm confident Mitchell Trubisky can come in and uh, and play this game and play well. So I just think that the Steelers have a legitimate chance to to get a big win here. I think they've underperformed this season, and I think this is a perfect get-right spot for them in a division game against the Ravens. Here's one thing I will say. Um, As bad as the Steelers have been defensively, all those stats I just said, listen to this. They're fifth in the NFL in creating turnovers, seventh in sacks, and third in quarterback hits. How do you beat the Ravens? You get after Lamar Jackson and you make him turn the ball over. I think that's what's going to happen in this game. I'm going to go on record right now and say Lamar Jackson has two turnovers in this game, one pick, one fumble, and the Steelers win this game by double digits. That's my bold bold prediction of the week. Give me the money line. Keep the points.
0: It's going to be a remake of the Cleveland game.
1: (laughs) All right, moving on. I
0: like this next game.
1: Oh, man. I love this game. My Philadelphia Eagles. Traveling to to L.A. here, four-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Money line, let's see. The Rams are plus 197. If you want to donate money, take the Rams on bet openly. The over-under, 50-and-a-half, 57% of the tickets are on my Philadelphia Eagles, 43% on the Rams. Quez Watkins is questionable. Stafford is a little banged up with a hit, Bruce. We'll monitor that throughout the week. Eagles 16-and-3 coming off of a win. Rams eight and 15 ATS coming off of a win. Now the Eagles are second in the NFL in rushing yards and the Rams are 14th in defending it. Rams are 26th in the league in generating sacks and QB hits. That's not a good, that's not a good sign against Jalen hurts and
0: my Eagles. What do you think? Technically from an ATS perspective, you can buy the Eagles low and sell the Rams high here. And that's what I'm doing. Uh, I like the Rams to cover four and a half. I have bet on the Rams now in all weeks but one, or maybe all weeks. Either way, they're either three and one for me, or two. I forget. I forget. Can you take them
1: plus seven and a half against your Niners when they kicked that field goal to end the game and cover by half a point?
0: I don't. I think that was the one I didn't bet it. Uh-oh. That would make sense. So Shut three one in. Him. <laughs> and one over them. That was backdoor. But I I I think the Eagles win this game. The Eagles keep finding ways to win games, which is scaring me. I think the Rams are substantially better than everyone thinks still. that The Seattle offense is a lot better than people realize, um, especially in efficiencies. And the Rams went in there and won. That's a long time ago now, week one. But now they went all the way into Indy and, and, and won again. And they've been in a lot of games. They've been in pretty much every game, even the game that they lost to the crappy Cincinnati Bengals. Sorry, Bengals fans. That's the only blemish. On the Rams right now is it was a tie game for, but still you got to beat these these uh, Bengals. So um, I I see a really close game here. I think a lot of back and forth scoring. Something's not right with the Eagles defense, and I can't put my thumb on what it is, what it's missing. But I do think the Eagles win. I don't bet like that, by the way, to thread the needle. I'm not taking Eagles money line and the Rams points, but I'm just saying I don't think the Rams win, so I won't be on money line. But I, I do like the points. Do you like the plus four and a
1: half yeah so i know i'm a biased eagles fan here but i actually think this is my favorite chalk play of the week here minus four and a half i just think that this is a perfect spot for the eagles like you said you can actually buy low on them because they just did not look good at home against the commanders they arguably could have lost that game if the commanders go for two at the end there um i just think that you look at it the eagles first in the nfl at generating quarterback hurries, right? They're going to be all around the pocket in, Ma- in Matthew Stafford's face this entire game. I actually really think that the Eagles could generate a lot of pressure and uh, and get this done here on the road. We're still waiting for that game where the Eagles put everything together that I know they're capable of, the run game, the pass game, the defense. I think that this could be the game here. So, again, maybe I'm biased. Maybe you stay away from my pick here, but – I do think that this is the matchup that makes a lot of sense for the Eagles to finally look look like the team that I know that they can be.
0: And I like the over. I, yeah, I, I was gonna know. I
1: was gonna bring that up. So what's the number 27 and a half?
0: 27 24 gets the job done for both mm-hmm. of us.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think both teams I think the way both teams have been looking, it could be thirty, thirty a piece. Thirty
0: thirty, yeah, thirty, twenty four, thirty, twenty-seven. Yeah.
1: All right, moving on. This is an interesting one. The Bengals have looked terrible. Traveling to Arizona, somehow the Bengals are a three-point favorite here. The over-under at 44.5, 59% of the public still riding this Cincinnati team, 41% on the Cardinals. Bengals Er injuries, T. Higgins is questionable. The under is hitting 15 of the Bengals' last 19 games on the road, coming off a loss. Bengals twenty five and eleven against the spread on the road, coming off a loss, and the Bengals are fifteen and thirty one off a loss in their last forty one games. That was surprising. Forty seven games, so yeah, they go on some losing skids. You know, here is what I'll say about this game. This is actually crazy for the Bengals to be minus three on this game. Is literally just the fact that it's Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm telling you right now, I had to look at this twice in a row. The Arizona Cardinals statistically are better in every single offensive category this year than the Cincinnati Bengals, right? You, I mean, every single one. There's, I think, one category right out of like 15. I'm going to pull this up right now
0: because <laughs> I,
1: I couldn't believe it.
0: While you're pulling that up, I gave out the Cardinals in DD in uh, first quarter and first half just because they're dog money. That doesn't make any sense. Why? Why on earth? are the Bengals favored in Arizona. We're all going to ride into bankruptcy that the Bengals are better and they're going to come back. They just got straight waxed the Bengals.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, the Bengals 31st in the NFL in scoring right now, 30th in third down or first downs, 29th in passing yards, 31st in rushing yards, 30th in yards per play. I mean, the Cardinals there's one category that the Cardinals are not as good at the Bengals offensively, and that's tackles for loss. That means the Cardinals are allowing less or more tackles for loss on offense than the Bengals. That's I it. it. I got it. Quarterback hurries, hits, sacks, turnovers, yards per play, rushing yards, passing yards, first down, third down conversion, red zone efficiency, scoring all go to the Cardinals. have the better offense. Obviously take that with a grain of salt. We're, you know, that's based off of four games and based off of different schedules. But I'll tell you what, there is value on this Cardinals money line here. I could see if the Bengals lose this game, their season is over, bro. That might sound like an overreaction, but they literally play next. The Seahawks, 49ers, Bills, back-to-back. 49ers and Bills back-to-back. They have the Ravens still. I mean, you can never count the Bengals out to make a late-season run, but it's not looking good for this team. I know they did it last year, but I don't know, man. Part of me is like,
0: Army wants to take the Cardinals money line here. As you should. I gave it out in two different ways first quarter and first half in DD. It doesn't yeah. make sense. Like just take the money, take the systems. They're at, at the very least, they're going to compete with each other back and forth. You got the plus money team at home. I, I I don't get it. People get too married to the Cardinals are supposed to suck because they don't have their quarterback, and the Bengals are supposed to be awesome because they have a stud quarterback. Yeah. Their team looks like trash.
1: Yeah. And uh the Bengals star uh, receiver. Which one was it? T. Higgins? No. Uh, was it T. Higgins? Who was it after the game that, like, pretty much said uh, it was all pissed off? I don't know if he was pissed at Joe Burrow, um, but he Jamar was. Jamar Chase? I think it was Jamar Chase. Wow. I think he was like, oh, I'm, I'm open every play. Got to throw me the ball. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it was Jamar a little Chase. A little
0: drama, a little divided locker room. A little drama. So we'll, we'll see. Cardinals money line. Around.
1: Cardinals and is elite. I just don't know if I can do it. Is it no, it's player?
0: not. You, you, you know?
1: Actually, I do agree with both you. If you're well. going to play that Cardinals money line, I think first half Take makes it. a lot of sense.
0: Take
1: it. All right. Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Minnesota, minus 222 on the money line for Kansas City. Five and a half points is the spread. And the over under is sitting at 53 and a half here. 85% of the tickets are on the Chiefs, which usually I would say is not surprising, but the public. Got burnt last week on them, right? We didn't even talk about this much, but huge controversy with Patrick Mahomes sliding on the two-yard line in between the first down marker and the end zone. Everyone and their mom lost money on that game, betting the Chiefs as chalk there. Everyone thinks the NFL is rigged. I'll tell you one thing. There's actually precedent where when teams have did not make that exact play when they could have and could have gone up double digits, have given the other team the ball back with two minutes and gone to lose lose the game. So People can cry and say the NFL is rigged, but I can tell you one thing: that you guarantee win the game when you make that play, so it's the right
0: play. It's and forget obviously you play to win, but it's he took all the pressure off his defense to come back out. You know how easier it is to kneel a ball down, throw your team, and prevent coverage. Yeah, that's there's a lot of things to cry about that that play wasn't. Yeah, people do it for clicks
1: and the cry about their
0: like that wasn't one of them. That was a smart smart football play. I forget running back did that. You know. A while back, where he ran all the way to the one and then slid. Um,
1: um, I remember my boy Peyton Manning used to do that. He was, off? yeah.
0: <laughs> I like this game. This is actually one of the games I'm more excited about. Uh Yeah. This to me is actually equally, if not more, sketch than the five and a half in uh, Jacksonville. And
1: yeah, and uh even with it being on
0: an Buffalo. Actual, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just it's like Minnesota's almost winless, <laughs> almost. Yeah. Carolina's up on them a half and they have looked at no reason that they should not lose double digits to Kansas City. Kansas City is a great defense now and their offense still's getting points even though they don't look as good as they once did. Mm-hmm. Um and the whole world now is watching whoever uh, the Chiefs are dating or whatever is going on there. So uh I love 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 Minnesota money line here. Oh man, I'm Minnesota money line the whole way plus two-something at home, maybe I'll get like 225, 250. Is that a dog and under hit for me? I mean, it is. Is it going to go over 53 and a half? No, the Chiefs are going to hold them, and the, uh, Minnesota's defense is going to look better. This is, I'm going back to the Minnesota that played your Eagles, and yeah. they looked decent. 34 20 If they didn't fumble on that one-yard line, there's an argument that they had that game. At least yep. they had the lead at first half. I remember because I had money line first half. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is equally a sketch 5.5. I'm all over Minnesota here. Keep the yeah. points. Don't need them. Kansas City can win well, by 20. Even at
1: Carolina last week, they won 21-13, but seven points was a pick six. Right? Oh, there you go.
0: Right? Yeah, I, I honestly didn't even watch that game. I was so yeah. pissed back to the two pick sixes. So so okay. first on the first one,
1: mm-hmm. first drive. Well, one oh, for each team. First it. drive. And correct me in the chat if I'm wrong or if I'm wrong, chat. That but makes sense. Kirk Cousins on the opening drive on the on the Panthers two-yard line throws a pick six ninety-eight nice. yards the other way. And then at the end of the game, the Panthers throw a pick six. Unless I'm I'm tripping. Second half, no. But no, I mean, the Vikings defense has been better than what it looks like, I think. Um, I I can't get behind them here at five and a half. (laughs) I do actually like the under in this game a little bit. Um, But again, I'm taking the dog money line and under in every game all season. (laughs) So this is one that I'm hoping maybe maybe 24,
0: maybe 26, 24. Give us a dog bark here. This is going to pay Matty. This is going to pay Matty. Under- Minnesota is going to throw up a W. Going to piss off the world. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it.
1: All right. See what happens in that one. Moving on here. We got the Jets and the Broncos. Oh, My play of the week is coming in this game. What? So if you guys are watching, make sure you stay tuned. You're a savage. My play of the week is in this game. Jets are plus two and a half on the road plus 117 on the money line, only at BetOpenly.com. The over-under 43.5, 68% of the tickets are on the Jets already. Oof. The public wants to back the Jets now that they covered last week against Kansas City. No one – that was a sick cover, that, that plus 8, plus 9 at home against Kansas City.
2: 32
1: Dude, I, I would
0: argue that they should have covered that 10 ways. The, the, the refs right, right. gave them a bunch of first down. That no, was disgusting.
1: But 32% of the tickets on Denver – Justin Simmons is questionable in this game. The Broncos are 35-18 and at home coming off a win. 6-14 against the spread coming off a win. And the under in the Jets game has hit 13 of their last 20 games coming off a loss. My play of the week is on this game,
0: but let me ask you first what you like. It's disgusting, but the bet in this game is Broncos minus 2.5. I don't want it to be. I don't. The Jets have competed with almost every team they've played. Zach Wilson looked decent. Their their defense is solid. There's no reason this spread should be anything but a pick them. And it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, Russ, Russ has been actually playing pretty well. If you look at some of his stats, he is like in a lot of top 10 categories quarter, as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And their defense has been failing them. This Jets offense is the shortcoming. So, um, I, I don't like this bet either way, but I'm just saying if you made what I like about Eileen is Denver minus two and a half, and they both throw up some points.
1: Yeah. So my favorite play of the week is the over of 43 and a half in this game. Sicko. I know that is ugly. It is super ugly. However, Zach Wilson is growing in confidence. We saw it last week. Two touchdowns, 245 passing yards. He got sacked a couple times, didn't throw the didn't. Throw a turnover, didn't fumble so
0: bad when he fumbled. He is growing
1: in confidence. Aaron Rodgers is saying that he's being a good leader. And now, guess what? After a decent game at home, he goes on the road and he's playing either the 31st or 32nd worst defense in pretty much every category scoring, red zone efficiency, first down, passing yards, rushing yards. The Jets are going to be able to run the ball, they're going to be able to get some play action going. And I think. They haven't scored 20, more than 20 points offensively all season. I think this is the first game that they're able to do it, and I think the Denver Broncos at home will be able to score points. And honestly, both teams, both these teams could actually generate turnovers in bad scenarios where it could lead to points for the other team. I just think 43.5 is too low here um, when you're looking at how bad this Denver Broncos defense has been in every statistical category. So I love this over. I'll probably play this as a two-unit play here. Um, I don't love I don't love taking overs for more than a unit, honestly, in the NFL, but this is one that I actually really like.
0: Let's get Maddie that 27-23 victory. I would love that. Boy, all right, let's see. This Adrian is the
1: only game, game that matters. Zach likes the Jets' money Ooh. line. JD likes the Jets' money line. All right, moving on. The Cowboys and the Niners. Gina's not going to like my prediction on this one.
0: That's okay. Maddie, <laughs> is this – a preview of the NFC Championship?
1: No, that's a Cowboys logo, not an Eagles <laughs> one, bro. The Cowboys plus five and a half on the road here. That three and a half is incorrect. That number is already Ooh! already up to five and a half. Yes. Uh, the money line probably, what do you think it is? I, probably
0: I, 200. I can pull it up.
1: I don't know that it's that high, but it might be. Um, over under 45. 31% of the tickets on Dallas here. 69% of the tickets on San Fran. Cowboys do have some injuries. Michael Parsons, Tyron Smith, both questionable. Both no have knee way. injuries. Both of them. I think Michael Parsons will play. But well, uh, we'll it's the that.
0: same. This is my three and a half, still too.
1: Weird. Okay. Either way. So right now it is three and a half. We'll see. Um, the trends right now, 49ers, 15 and 4 coming off a win. They're also 14 and 5 against the spread coming off a win. Now, this is a tough game. I want to go to Gino first. He's a big, obviously, a big 49ers fan. Take the jacket off for a second and give me your unbiased approach.
0: This is the best defense the Niners are facing this year. It'll be a very good test. Um, I think our offense can handle their defense. We've beat them the last two te- two, three times we faced them, I believe. Uh, one in season, two in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I'm more curious how our secondary does, but I sell Dak. I've been selling Dak for one or two years. I think our offense is going to be just fine. We're going to put up the high 20s that we need, even though it seems like we always put up 30. High 20s is all we need. And our D-line has been phenomenal against the run. I think now we get a Dak. I think you see a Bosa breakout game. Um, This is going to be an absolute war. I'm excited for it. In a game of chess, which this could be with our two defenses, I do think our offense moves the position battle in our favor, and we win this game.
1: What do you think on the total? Because I think this is a game where everyone's going to be on the over. I think they see 45 of these two offenses. I think the under makes a lot of sense in this game.
0: Yeah, it's tough for me, right? Because I'm like, well, the Niners are good for 30.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, but no, I actually think the Niners put up less. I think we break that streak of 30. So I'm with Maddie here. I, I think there's a lot yeah, of value that is here wild. under.
1: Four games of 30-plus. Yeah. But it's, it's also Steelers. I mean, Steelers, Giants,
0: Cardinals, Rams. They're not bad. We, we just keep scoring. Dude, the CMC is a monster. Our offense yeah. has so many weapons. You can't run a zone against us. You can't even run a man against us. Yeah. This is a very important game for Brock too, but um, yeah, I'll I'll try and not just cheerlead for the Niners the whole time. We have home field. I like that it's home field. Um, I really like that we're going to be able to run the ball and if not, swing out passes and run short. We have so much individual talent. The real question mark for me is what's Dak going to be able to do in the air against the Giants secondary? The secondary has been playing fantastic. But it is by far, by far our weakness. Well, all right. So
1: here's the thing, and here's why I actually like this under. I actually think Dallas's best chance in this game is to just move the chains and keep the 49ers on the on the bench here, or keep the 49ers offense on the on the bench here. The Cowboys first in the NFL right now at convert and third downs, 49ers defense, 20th defending it. So as good as the 49ers wow. defense has been. That's the one area they have struggled is defending the third down. So if the Cowboys can get positive yards on first and second down and have third and shorts in this game and move the chains, and then and then the 49ers are then good once you get deep into the territory at keeping them out of the end zone. So I think the Cowboys can run some clock in this game, not have huge explosive plays, but that just make the right plays, the right reads, move the chains. Um, and I lean the under in this game. It'd be hard for me to go against the 49ers here one, I think the Dallas Cowboys, and two, I just hammered the 49ers for three units this past week. But honestly, if this number does hit four or five, five and a half, I have to look at Dallas here um, just simply on the points. You know, I do think this could be like a tw- – I actually think this could be like a 24-21 like a or like a 20 – maybe even like a 21-20 type of game.
0: I like it. I, I'm diehard, guys. I'm a sicko. I'm going to be – setting up my house like it's New Year's Eve for this game, inviting everyone over, and I am i just want a Niners win. I don't care if we win 2-0 or 100-98. to 98. Uh, That's all I give a shit about. But I will say I think the biggest uh, – I think where this game will be won is Dak in the air versus our secondary because I think our Niners – our offense is going to get ours. That doesn't mean 30 points. It yeah. just means we're going to put up enough to win the game. And then, if if we cannot stop them and they come in with an aerial assault and their defense makes this punt a couple of times, that's where it would get scary for me. So yeah. um, I do not think they'll run on us at all. Thank you for Housgrave. He's a he's an absolute monster, and uh, I'm really I'm really excited. If Dak throws a pick, if Dak misses open receivers once or twice, this could get out of hand quick. Yeah, I just look at what Dallas did. They beat an offensive list New England. They lost in Arizona. 38-3. to three. Yeah. No, no, I know. They beat them, but they have no offense. Dallas, like, let's pull up Dallas's schedule. This is the game of the week, right? I know you – This is
1: Sunday Night Football. It's a great this, Sunday yeah, Night it's Football game. It's a great
0: game, game, game of the week. Yeah, it's a great Sunday Night Football. When you look at Dallas's right strength, their strengths are against offense. They, all right, saying. so here's the thing. Yeah, yeah look who they
1: play. But it's not like they're winning well, by a touchdown, bro. 40 on. to nothing against the Giants. Giants' offense is garbage. 30-10 to 10 against a Jets team that just Jets lost
0: by offense, offense is garbage. That just lost by how many like, points? I'm the just saying just offenses. Both these teams have offenses.
1: Cardinals, 28-16. I predicted that one. So De-
0: Decent <laughs> offense, and they let up 28 to them?
1: Patriots, 38-3. I mean, the three, offense. the
0: three wins are all been by 20 or more. I, I get it. They know how to beat shitty teams. Dallas is good at beating shitty teams. They dominate teams with have terrible bottom efficiency offenses. The Niners are the exact opposite. I think we are a nightmare for them. Niners... I'm gonna have some fun. I'm gonna be giving out a unit on three different bets. You're good with this, right? My unit's $1,000, so nothing too crazy. I'll give anyone that wants Dallas plus 200 up to 1,000 wins, 2,000. That I'll give away. I'll give the Niners minus six, and then I'll also do Niners first half minus four and a half. It's probably only minus three. Those will be my three gifts to bet openly users. I'll put up a thousand dollar bet on the opposite side of all of those. So you can get Dallas plus 200 for a thousand wins, 2000. You can get Dallas plus six. You can get Dallas first half plus four, four and a half instead of, no, yeah, yeah four, sorry, uh, instead of, it's probably three. So I'll give you four and a half. I don't give a shit. Niners are up by seven and a half and they're up by 20, eh, 13 in the game. They win, they win this game with their secondary. Yeah, it's it's tough for me to
1: get behind the Cowboys as much as I would, as much as I somewhat lean that direction, I probably just take the under in this game. Truthfully, I think both defenses will play well, but if you want to get the Cowboys at plus two hundred, links in the description to make a better opening account, you can go try to take Geno's money. <laughs> Let's move on to Monday Night Football and the last game of the week: the Green Bay Packers traveling to the Raiders. Packers minus one and a half in this game, minus 120 on the money line over under at 44 and a half. 64% of the tickets are on Green Bay, 36% on the Raiders. I think these are two teams right now. The public is pretty low on both of them. Jair Alexander questionable. Jimmy G questionable with the concussion. Packers coming off that 34-20 loss at home to the Lions. I can't believe I took them in that game. That was very painful to watch. Raiders coming off that division road loss to the Chargers by 7 Are the Packers getting a little bit too much love here as a road favorite, though? What do you think?
0: You know, oh, man. Maddie and I talk a lot offline. We're degenerates that we don't just do things like to make shows and get clicks, but we actually give a shit because we bet every day of our lives. We're sick. And I wonder, is the home dog in primetime dead because of people like you? Like, like honestly, Maddie gets so many damn views and can get so many people's sharp plays that he does countless hours of work and you watch his three-minute video and now you have all his picks. I would be all over the Raiders seven ways from Sunday the last decade, but I have watched home dogs in primetime bleed money for a year and a half now. Yeah. It's
1: just different day and
0: age. It's just a different day and age where I'm starting to think the books actually put out real lines in a lot of scenarios. These are two diehard fan bases and it's hard for me, guy. Like, this is a chance where I used to blindly do this. I used to tell all my loser friends that would text me, home dog primetime, they'd say, no, 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 the favorite's going to win tonight. And they'd lose, you know, 40, they'd win 40% and lose 60. But now you got to put a lot of thought into primetime games because you can't blindly use macro systems. And, oh, man, this, this Packers team, right? They mm-hmm. had a chance to beat Atlanta and they lost that game. They look horrendous on offense against Detroit. Detroit's really good on defense.
1: Um, they put up 38 in week one against the Bears,
0: right? And the put, Bears have barely no beat the Saints as
1: 18-17. This I really struggle with this game. I will say I think Josh McDaniels is on the hot seat here. I think if they lose this game, I don't know how much this team can really ride behind him the rest of the season. Jordan Love, I don't know what to do with Jordan Love. Right. This is honestly this game I struggle with the most out of the entire. I think out of the entire week five game slate. Over under forty four and a half. I mean, let's look at the Raiders here. What have they really done offensively? Ten scored ten points against the Bills. Only scored seventeen against the Broncos. Scored eighteen against the Steelers. Scored seventeen against the Chargers. Chargers they haven't put up me. more than eighteen points all year. Yeah. Packers. I mean, how can you not look at this game and, and take that under at, in prime time? No, I, I agree. think that's the only play that logically makes sense to me.
0: I agree with Maddie 100%. The under looks the best here. The Raiders are going to, it's going to be a field goal. Great comment. This is going to be a field goal extravaganza. Um, and I guess it's square as hell. But I guess I I lean Green Bay, but not by much. Like, okay. I, I don't think the Raiders are going to be able to score much on Green Bay. But after what I watched, I don't think Green Bay's going to be able to score. Uh, yeah, let's get nasty. What is it? Like 20 to one, no touchdowns. <laughs> Four to three touchdowns, 12 to nine final.
1: Yeah, um, this is a good question. Devontae Adams. I'm he's, trying to look that up right now. It's a good. I don't know. I didn't like. See like him is he on good to the, play
0: or is he a good player?
1: No, is no, he good to play? Uh, yeah, that shoulder injury, injury last uh, yeah. the Chargers. But
0: I did. Oh man, I don't want to hate on Devonte, but he's losing his patience. I, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is he's losing his patience? I was wrong week one, guys. I gave out. Denver. I I remember almost all my plays because I'm a sick one. I lose sleep over them. Uh, But what I said and why I bet it was right, even though I was wrong. Mm -hmm. I said, Jimmy doesn't have a defense in the Raiders that he had in the Niners and a run game to carry him. And he'll be exposed and they won't put up a lot Mm -hmm. of points. And we're seeing it. Maddie just showed me they haven't put up more than 18 and everything's been 10 to 17. This Green Bay... Defense is a good buy low. I sold them last week. Uh, I'm buying back the Green Bay defense. I would say my favorite play in this is the Raiders team total under. You know what the number is? <laughs> it's probably, I mean, you run the math. It looks like 20. Yeah. 20 and a half. 21 and a half, probably. That would be the most they've scored all year against the Green Bay offense. Yeah. It's, defense. it's probably
1: 20. It's 23 to 21 based off the numbers. So exactly. 21 and a half, probably. Yeah. yeah, I yeah I like Green Bay in the under. If I had to pick both sides, but I'd probably just play the under here. Let's go ahead and move on. So this is our recap of last week. Probably should put this in earlier in the show, but my dog of the week on the Commanders hit. I low spot hit on the Cowboys and I sold the Patriots.
0: And that red this X over is not should even, not be here. Poor Maddie. I did not it's take no this love.
1: over because I said only if Andy Dalton plays I would take the over, but Bryce Young played, so I didn't touch that. Gino, survivor has been brutal the oh last two God. years. Dog of the week. Rams, by low. Good good play there. Eagles, good sell spot. I bet against my own team last week, so I had to do that as well. And then the under. Let's get to move on to our recap of this show right here.
0: Let's do it. Gino
1: has the Lions as his survivor play. For the dog of the week, I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers' money line against the Ravens. Keep the four points. I think they figure out a way to win at home. Gino is on his Saints. He loves taking the Saints. Buy low spot of the week. I like the Panthers on the road plus nine. I think I'll be able to get them at plus nine there. A lot of buy low spots for Gino. Falcons, Chiefs, Panthers. He's on the Panthers with me. Colts, Steelers, probably not all official plays. But yeah, just yeah. Those spots. are all
0: buy lows and those are all the sell highs. Um,
1: and I'm selling the Commanders this week. I'm selling them hard. I just think that The Commanders are an outlier. Like When they play the Eagles, they always look good against Philly every single year in a division game. And now they're at home against Chicago, given almost a touchdown. And the Commanders are not a good team to be given another NFL team, even if it is the Bears, almost seven points. So I'm selling the Commanders as my sell-high spot, and I like the Bears in that spot. Gino is on the Texans, Vikings, Lions, Titans, and Ravens. He's selling all those Those all covered last
0: week. week. So, yeah, when I when I look at that, guys, if I'll give you like an official play, and this is my bad, uh, it's not Brad's bad. I didn't know it was for this slide. Um, I was covering every play that covered last week, a team that covered versus a team that didn't cover. So that's what the buy low, sell high is to me, but I'll, I'll adjust for this. Um, so teams I would actually put your money on. I like Atlanta in this position, returning home. They didn't cover, and they're playing home against the Texans. That's one that I do like. Um, and then... I would say another one. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it right there. I'll give you guys Atlanta for my buy low and then a, a team that I am selling high and I'll agree with Maddie on this one a little bit. Ravens. S- selling the Ravens a little bit high in addition to the Texans. I like it. All right. And then uh, I'm giving the, the Rams plus four and a half. I, I love this play. I, I love this play in, in a grind. I, I think Philly wins it in a three-point and it scares me because we remain the two undefeated teams. And They're winning tougher battles and we're just cruising along.
1: I like it. All right, let's get and in, dive into some daily fantasy sports. Again, I our guy Trevor on make sure you put in the comments or in the chat, guys. If you guys have any questions on your lineups, could be fantasy football related, daily fantasy sports, parlays, whatever you want. Drop those questions in the chat. What's good, Trev?
3: What's up, boys? How we how we living?
1: Doing good, man. What'd you like for this week for week five?
3: I'd like to not watch the Giants play. That's what I would like. I that. <laughs> that was uh, that was brutal. So I'm going to finish with Thursday night's game because I got a really good play for there. Um, so spots I want to attack this week. Um, Atlanta gets Houston at home, and Atlanta's going to run the ball down Houston's throat. Uh Bijan's going to go off. Uh, Houston has a terrible run defense. CJ's played out of his mind, and they've been fun to watch. But Atlanta's just going to grind them into the ground. They're going to control the ball. Uh, We don't have lines there yet, but that's a spot I'm probably going to try to attack is going after them. Uh, Another run spot I'm going to attack is the Lions get the Panthers. Another run spot, right? We saw what Monty just did. They're going to come back and do it again. Um, you know, four of the worst run defenses in the NFL are the Panthers, the Texans, the Bears, and the Broncos. Um, and they get two teams that love to run the ball this week. Uh, I think that's a really good spot for them. Um, the Dolphins might score 70. I don't know if they could set their props high enough against that Giants team we just watched <laughs> on Monday night. I mean, that was uh, embarrassing. Uh, I'm really, uh, so the big spots for me this week are, uh, Eagles Rams. Uh, I love AJ this week. Uh, I think AJ's going to cook. Uh, they're going to target him. They're going to use him. He gets a really good matchup. Um, if his line is 75 yards and below, I think it's going to be one of the best lines to attack. Uh, I'm going to stay away from the Ram side. Cause I don't know if Cooper's going to be back. And if he is, I want to see how do they use Cooper and Puka together. I think that's gonna be a really unique spot. Yeah,
1: I'm interested to see that too. I've actually had people DM me and ask like if they would still keep if they like with with uh with Cooper coming back, if they would still keep either guy, right? And I'm just like, I don't know, it's a good question.
3: Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna do it, right? Like, how do they what's McVase scheme in? I think he uses both of them, but I just it's gonna be a tough spot to bet, right? And it's a tough spot to play. Um But I really like – like I said, so – but I like A.J. on the other side. I like his reception. Like, again, I want to see his receptions at five and a half, maybe six and a half. Uh, If it's uh, that or below, I'm all over it. Uh, I just – I really like A.J.'s matchup this week against them. We saw – we've seen what teams have been able to throw on the Rams against. I think that's a great spot. Um, The Chiefs-Vikings, right? Uh, Again, I'm going to continue to kind of stay away from the Chiefs besides Mahomes. There's no one – we don't know who they're going to roll in that week. Um, But let's get to the game of the week everybody cares about. Our Niners get the Cowboys. The big loss for the Cowboys here is Diggs. Um, I think Ayuk is going (coughs) to – excuse me. Ayuk is going to show up here. So this is a spot I'm going to be attacking Ayuk. Ultimately, I think CMC is a difference maker in the game. But without Diggs – I think this is just a smash spot for Ayuk. Um, I think he's going to get seven, eight receptions. We've seen how efficient Brock has been. Uh, I really, I I think he's just the spot to attack here uh, in that game. So I'm really interested to see where that goes. Uh, And Monday night could be kind of interesting with the Packers and Raiders. If Jimmy's playing Um, interesting in terms of there might be some offense there. So, but like, I don't want anything to do with the Bengals or cards, uh, I'm going to avoid the saints and the Patriots, you know, from a DFS standpoint, those aren't games I'm trying to attack. Um, and then Thursday, we got an interesting spot, uh, that I'm really excited about. Um, uh, <clears throat> as we just talked about is the bears have one of the worst run in the league, Brian Robinson over 63 and a half yards it today. I, I would go as high as two units on it. It's going to close over 70. That line is mispriced. It has no business.
0: Over how many yards?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is right now at 63 and a half. That line has no business being at that line. It's insane. So you get a guy that has 182 yards after contact so far this season. He has 73% of the team's rushes. That's fourth best in the NFL. That is legit, legit bell cow running back attempts um and i even like him on the sneaky spot uh for take him in for maybe two tds versus any time td his one td is already minus 115 they're going to be able to just do pretty the enemy is going to be able to do what he wants against this bears defense and this line is just mispriced he's he's going to model in the 80s, and I think he could easily hit 100 yards in this game versus that Bears D-line. If you've watched them at all, I mean, they're really bad. Uh, This is a smash bot for Brian Robinson. Um, And The other thing that I like uh, that he's really done well is 7% of his runs this season have been for over 15 yards. That's a big number in the NFL. Over 5% is a studly number. So 7% of Robinson's attempts this year he's broken for 15 yards or more if he gets by he's gone as big as he is so Thursday night I think it's a great spot
1: so I was gonna say if I build a DFS lay in that game right now I take Brian Robinson over 63 and a half what would you correlate or pair that with in the same game
3: all right so that I knew about was gonna ask for this I kind of teed it up for that so let's go to the other side I actually like the under for Cole commit, uh, receptions. And here's why. So yeah. Oh, they, moved, yeah, they moved it down to three. So, so then I take it as yards. It should be three and a half. So if they're moving, and a half. yeah, I like the under here's why Washington is the best defense in the league versus tight end by a large margin. Like it's not a little bit when you dig into the stats there. Um, also I believe their D line is going to, get after him. I mean, it's not gonna be like we saw last night, but they're gonna be on fields and they're gonna roll them out. Um he's not targeting comet like he should be. And then you give me the best defense, you know, versus tight end in the league, uh, I like the under there for Comet.
1: I just locked it in.
3: There we go. Yeah, that's uh I knew you're gonna tee me up for that one. Uh mm-hmm. yeah Aaron uh receptions over on AJ. Yeah we we should see start seeing lines tomorrow early Thursday. Uh, but I think receptions over, uh, for AJ's, uh, is if it's five and a half, it's a multi-unit bet. I think it's six and a half, um, seven and a half. I got to see what the juice is, but six and a half, five and a half. Uh, I'm definitely hitting that, that over for him.
1: I like it, bro. All right. Well, I just locked it in.
3: Awesome. All right. Well, let's, uh, I'm, I'm three and one on Thursday night on those so far this year. So let's, uh, Let's go make it four and one.
0: Do we have any sure. uh wild uh, CMC for two touchdown moonshots?
3: Yeah, I, I. So I'm <laughs> as crazy as it sounds. I want to see if he goes three. If they'll you give have us been, a, you guys are a bunch of homers right now. I hundred pr- Listen, the, he is the difference maker in this game. So, and I'm in, hold on. I'm in Dallas right now. So I cool. wish the game was here, uh, but I'm gonna go out suited and booted. Uh, but I think he's the difference maker. The other one that said Ayuk, two touchdowns also. Ayuk's matchup is great here. Um, we see how much Brock's attacking him. Um, <clears throat> I think he's gonna have a really good spot. Um, the other one, like I said, the other game this week, I just want to see where the lines land is where's Miami at? Miami is going to murder oh. this team. Uh, I don't know that they could set the lines high enough. Uh, just like you know, we hit H Hand for over hundred last week. Uh it was like plus four fifty. Uh, they're going to kill this team. So I'm interested to see what uh where they set the lines. We'll definitely be looking at some of those.
1: Mm. All right.
3: So and, and Bengals it. unders till they show me they can actually play this season. I actually like yeah. the cards in this spot. I think the cards can beat them.
1: Cards money line first half. I think you and I both like that. I think it makes sense. Oh, yeah. yeah, Absolutely. I just can't imagine why they're.
0: At some point, you gotta let some things go. Right, you gotta so, sit. You
3: have to sit, Burrow, and get him better. Like you yeah, have they, to set they him down.
0: versus the Rams, and then they just they they yeah. had a chance to compete, and they yeah, got, they. Yeah, they got to
3: set him down and let him get better. Uh, like I said there's a for DFS. It'll be interesting. The other one <coughs> that'll be sneaky is the Titans' pasty is trash. Um, they can stop the run as good as the Niners. But their pasty is terrible. Uh Anthony Richardson uh could have a big game this week versus them, uh, especially through the air.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I, I'm on the Colts in that game too. I lean the Colts, but I think and watch Josh down,
3: good. watch Josh Downs lines in that game. If we get Josh Downs 40 yards and under, we're gonna hit him for his overs. I like that. Yep. All
1: right, bro. We'll see, we'll see you back here next week. We appreciate week.
3: you, T Rev. Yeah, all right. Have a good night, boys. Niners uh, yeah. by 20. Yeah, all day.
1: All right, everyone. That concludes the show. If you're still here watching, make sure to like and subscribe, support the channel. We'll see you guys back next week for NFL Week 6.
2: Later, Mighty Gents. warm summer's evening. On a train bound from Dover. I met up with a gambling. We were both too tired to sleep. So we took turns of staring out the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook us. And he began to speak He said, son, I've made a life Out of reading people's faces And knowing what the cards were By the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of faces For a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice You got to know when to hold No Know when to hold up Know when to walk away and no wind to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for When the deal done Surviving is knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep, cause every hand's a winner, and every hand's a loser. And the best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. And when he finished speaking, he turned back toward the window, crushed out his cigarette, it off to sleep, and somewhere in the darkness, the gambler he broke even. In his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. You got no when to hold, no when to hold up, know when to walk away, and no when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting when the dealer's done. Yeah. Wow.